Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Friday. It's the end of the work week for some of you, so celebrate today, power through, and look forward to that beautiful weekend that is coming. Today, we're going to continue on as Paul is now moving his way back towards Jerusalem. If you remember yesterday, he actually didn't go to Ephesus specifically because he was on his way to Jerusalem. And it really reminds me of how Jesus over and over throughout the Gospels set his face toward Jerusalem, even though he knew what was coming. Jesus went to Jerusalem even though he knew the pain and the suffering and the humiliation and the hurt that he would suffer on the cross. And a mirror of that here is Paul going to Jerusalem even though he was told by the Spirit that suffering was going to be happening. He said in verse 22 of chapter 20, He said, Now I'm going to Jerusalem constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. Paul here is a little picture of Jesus. And we saw yesterday his conversation with these Ephesian elders. This is the only speech That was two Christians, and we saw the things he told them. Don't shrink back. Be aware. Be in God's word of grace. Be humble. And they left in that beautiful, heartfelt goodbye. So today we're hopping in as he is again continuing on to Jerusalem. So let's jump into Acts chapter 21, verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. And when we had parted from them and set sail, we came by a straight course to Kos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Patara. So again, Luke is with Paul at this part of the journey. He has joined him on this voyage all the way back to Jerusalem from Greece and Macedonia, the area of Turkey, all the way down to Israel. And having found a ship crossing to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we sailed to Syria and landed in Tyre. For there, the ship was to unload its cargo. And having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. So even on this journey, where their faces are pointed towards Jerusalem, that is their goal. Along the way, they are encouraging, empowering, and building relationships. Tyre is a city in modern-day Lebanon, what they at the time called Phoenicia. And so they are stopping here to meet with the disciples that had already heard the word of Jesus. 
We know from way back in the beginning of Acts that Stephen had traveled to this region, and so had Paul to the city of Antioch, so nearby. So they're here, and they are seeking out the disciples, and we stayed there for seven days. And through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. And I'll be honest with you, this doesn't make sense to me. Because it says that Paul is in the Spirit. He's constrained by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. And yet Luke also writes that these people were in the Spirit, through the Spirit, telling Paul not to go. So I don't fully understand what's going on here. But we know that the Holy Spirit is at work. And they continue on, When our days there were ended, we departed and went on our journey, and they all, with wives and children, accompanied us until we were outside the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home. Another, what I picture as an emotional farewell, All of these families who they had been spending time with over this last week accompany them to the beach, almost today like accompanying someone to the airport. They pray together and then they say goodbye. Then we went on board the ship and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them for one day. On the next day we departed and came to Caesarea, and we entered the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. We heard about Philip back in Acts chapter 8. He was the one who was sharing with the Samaritans, the people who were previously viewed as separate as less. He was the one who shared the gospel with the Ethiopian eunuch, the official. And now we see what he's been doing. He has a family. He's living in Caesarea with his family. And it says he had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. So he was serving the Lord through his family and their life in Caesarea. While we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. And coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. This prophet Agabus is giving him a clear warning in the spirit. You will be bound when you go to Jerusalem. You will be delivered into the hands of the Gentiles. Another parallel to Jesus. Jesus was bound. He was delivered into the hands of the Romans. And Paul, it's going to be the same. When we heard this, we and the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. This really brings back what we heard a couple days ago. He said, I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus. That was in Acts chapter 20 verse 24. The ministry is what's important, not his earthly life. 
because he trusts in his security, in his salvation, in his life because of his Savior. That is how secure he is in the Lord, that he is not afraid to be imprisoned. He is not afraid to die. He is ready because he knows Jesus. For I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, let the will of the Lord be done. After these days, we got ready and went up to Jerusalem. And some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us, bringing us to the house of Manassan of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we should lodge. Now, right now, when death feels far away, I do feel ready to die because I know that I'm secure in Christ. But when oppression comes up, I still worry. I still fear. And maybe you feel the same when challenges arise, when uncertainty happens, that worry, that fear creeps in. But may we, like Paul, strive to have an identity in Christ that is so secure that his love, his salvation, his redemption is so real in our hearts that we would be so confident in him that we would be ready for anything, even to the point of Paul being ready for imprisonment and even death. Ask the Lord, my friends, to make him, his love, his character, his salvation real in your hearts today so that you can be more and more rooted and grounded in your identity in Christ. And I will see you tomorrow morning.